I V M. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of TFG Indian Football Podcast. Things are updating and so is uh, things around the studio as well. The under-23 of uh, India is already in the semi-final of the SAFF, the South Asian Football Federation semi-final. And uh, here we are talking about upgradation. Uh, so you'll be hearing some noises. Uh, you'll have to bear with us in that regard. So there's some uh, things going on in, in the studio, around the studio. There's a reason you might just hear something. But we're talking about Indian football over here, uh, upgradation, Chiranjit. Are we getting the next level of Indian football generation up there? No, uh, two goals. Yeah, well, <laughs> well uh, actually, uh, I spoke to Mohammad Shanawaz, you know, uh, one of the admins uh, of uh, footballpakistan.com. So he brought in the Pakistani perspective uh, about this match, and I thought it would be a nice thing to do uh, as we we're building up to the game. So we do discuss a lot. Uh, of uh, this aspect uh, of the South tournament as well and uh, how uh, both India and Pakistan are approaching uh, this tournament. Both of the teams actually are testing out their own new squads. Uh, if, you, if you look at it, uh, even though, uh, of course, the Pakistani team has been suspended for a long time, uh, they're making a comeback here. Uh, a lot of uh, players from uh, foreign leagues uh, who, who play in uh, Denmark uh, and elsewhere have come in. So it's a uh, it's it's a kind of a testing period for them, and of co- of course for us it's a testing period uh, because uh, we're playing the under 23 team in order to fill uh, three four vacancies that we have in the main team going into the Asian Cup. So uh, you know that's that's one of the uh, in the one of the ways uh, sub championship has been used uh, quite a few times. Uh, even uh, last time you remember Lalian Zuala Chante got his debut. Uh, just got thrust in uh, at the age of 16 and came up with scoring goals and everything. But it's India versus Pakistan, man. Like, in how, football, how yeah, long yeah. has it been? Yeah, it, it how is long been. has it been? It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's under 23, under 16, uh, under 9. doesn't matter. It's India versus Pakistan. Uh, if if uh, these two countries are playing, you're going to drop everything and you're going to watch and you're going to cheer for your country to win. It, winning here, I think, is way more important than like youth development or uh, I mean those are the long term uh, goals. But if you're playing this game, you have to go out there and you have to give everything to win. Otherwise, I don't know, man. No, yes, isn't it? Chiranjit, rightly you saying, uh, you know, it's India versus Pakistan. Be it any sport, uh, you know, all it always uh, lights up everybody's eyes. Gilly danda pe bhi aisa hi hoega. Gilly danda ya fir ek if an Indian and a Pakistani guy sits down and plays bridge. You you're gonna you know have uh, 50 people behind uh, cheering for either team. That's what happens. You've really taken it you to know, the granular level, Chiranjit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. We're talking about football over here, uh, and Pakistan are rightfully again uh, being in the semi-final, uh, being in in the way for you know uh, for that one spot in the final from. Uh, mm. From you know, uh, we we are you no. Know, it it was bound to happen, and uh, you know, rightfully uh, both young squads facing each other. Uh, testing times again. Uh, so let's uh, talk a bit about uh, the game yesterday. So India uh, got the better of Maldives and a two nil mm. clean sheet. 
so yeah. uh, that just gets a good thing to have in you know, a clean sheet uh, uh, with a new squad so two clean sheets in a row and uh, that's how we have uh, made it to the semi final now i don't know man uh, i'm not very convinced of these uh, team sheets because sri lanka and maldives the teams we played what what kind of an attack did they have they were i mean when they played each other it was nil nil and then what happens is that uh, uh, both the teams were nil nil against each other both lost two nil to india and uh, so so both of them were on the same goal difference and in the end they had a coin toss a freaking coin toss at the end of the game Mal- and maldives won the coin toss so now they are in the semi finals hmm. so maldives are in soft championship semi final without scoring a single goal let that get to your head and if we are just if, if that's our sample size if that's what we are up against i don't know what what to think about uh, this difference i don't think this difference has been tested as well uh, and i think a better reference point would be the sydney fc game uh, they were playing uh, a rather youthful side of a of a uh, a league club and we we let in what three goals or four goals something like that yeah that's that's a better representation uh, of this difference because again that's what you expect these are these guys are you know playing uh, together uh, not for long not like the uh, senior national team where uh, sandeep jingan and others have had an understanding uh, building up since the last last south championship so they've spent more than 2 years playing with each other you expect these guys to make mistake and my my uh, the thing that worries me is that the kind of attacking strength that uh, pakistan have that, that they i think produced uh, what uh, five or six goals already uh, in the tournament if the, those guys sort of start the game uh, with a with an amount of pace can that overwhelm this young indian defense yeah. and can uh, can subhashis pose as a young leader can he step up to the plate uh, and uh, handle the situation that that i think is going to be the biggest uh, you know question mark uh, for india in this game yeah. what do you think Kevin? yeah and talking about you know questions uh, we've all not really been tested to you know uh, a point where we can say we've uh, you know uh, braced those challenges and uh, you know uh, mm. reached at a level where you now we we've been uh, pushed down we've been under pressure so we are yet to see that in the two games played and hopefully uh, the semi final clash against uh, pakistan brings up those challenges you know vice versa we're talking about uh, development size probably the next generation for both countries facing each other and uh, no unless you've been you know uh, tested enough uh, it's not really a good good uh, tournament to have so hopefully you know the semi final clash brings up those challenges to either teams and uh, we should see a good fight because in the end you know you're looking at the next generation you're not looking at this team uh, you know to go all out uh, not score too many goals and you know that's not going to be the result that we are looking for we are looking for the player development you know how you can use those use this as a platform to bring out you know, one or two players who might just get into and sneak into the uh, the senior national team and we're also looking to win and <laughs> i don't care <laughs> just uh, if, if if this is not a win then uh, you know people will forget about uh, player development will people will forget about how uh, somebody has uh, played really well anirudh thapa or, or somebody who has played uh, excellently against uh, uh, maldives uh, or uh, sri lanka let's say like अरे पाकिस्तान से खेला तब तो हार गया लाइक देन देन हाउ व्हाई आर यू मेकिंग अ केस फॉर हिम योरसेल्फ यू नो गोइंग इनटू एशियन कप so that that's that's where we are uh, i think yes chiranjeet i think uh, interesting points uh, you know you're almost uh, 
almost closing in to uh, to that point where we can expect a lot of good conversation that you had with uh, Momo Chanawas uh, from Football Pakistan on Twitter and uh, this also brings us to the point where we need to just slip into a short break and on the other side yes the entire conversation between Chiranjit and uh, Momo Chanawas and uh, at the end we will come back to an interesting bit we just couldn't resist not to talk about it uh, all that on the other side of the break You know what it's been? It's been another awesome week on IVM. If you aren't following us on social media, make sure you are. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. On Slider Says This Week, we have comedian Adar Malik. Adar also hosts a show for called Sunloji Sunloji. You should check that out as well. But on Slider, he talks about everything from theater, family, heritage, and sings a comedy song. On IVM Like, Sharanya and May are back to join the gang to talk about their favorite subject, rom-coms. On the Pragati podcast, Pawan and Hamsain discuss how and why the fall in the Indian rupee is connected with developments in Turkey with co-founder and fellow of the Takshashila Institution, Narayan Ramchandran. Last week we released the final episode of the Kolaba Cartel where we spoke to other members from the Misti team along with the five cartel members about how things have turned out after the launch of the restaurant. On Paisa Vaisa, Anupam talks to Deepak Shinoy on the business of life in a one-hour episode. Whatever may be your profession, you definitely don't want to miss this episode. On the Kanyak Living podcast, Coach Urmi talks to Kanish Surka. Kanish shares her thoughts about her fitness motivation and more. And with that, let's continue on with the show. All right, welcome back after the break, and here we are talking about India versus Pakistan, and we just heard uh, Chiranjit, you know, the uh, giving us a short brief on what uh, we can you can expect from the conversation you are about to listen in, and uh, let's uh, head on to this conversation. Uh, interesting bit. India versus Pakistan in the semi-final of the SAF Championship. Uh, let's hear it all. Uh, hey guys, so we're speaking to uh, Mohammad Shahnawaz, who is joining us uh, all the way from uh, Leeds, uh, England. He's an ardent uh, Pakistan football fan, and uh, he is one of the uh, main admins uh, who run the website uh, footballpakistan.com. They're also on Twitter uh, at the rate football Pakistan. And of course, we're speaking now because. uh of course the main reason we're speaking is uh leeds united got knocked out uh, of uh, the league cup by preston how did that happen uh it, it was it was uh, a bit of a shock because the way leeds had started uh but you know we were thinking maybe we can do a, an invincible season <laughs> but uh, yeah of course uh, i mean there's there's uh, he, he rested, uh, he rested yeah. a few players and uh, But yeah, I guess now he can focus on the league. Yeah, I mean, uh, Leeds are doing so well uh, in the championship. Uh, hopefully, they'll be in the Premier League uh, next time, uh, top of the table. Uh, and uh, yeah, of course, that's not really the reason we're speaking. Uh, the actual reason we're speaking is because uh, India are about to face Pakistan after four years, five years. Yeah, four years. I mean, uh, last time we played was in the under twenty three trip that we made. We played in Bangalore. Yeah, I think two matches. Uh, two matches uh, at the Bangalore Football Stadium. One was a one-nil win for India. Next time uh, it was Pakistan who won two-nil, uh, uh, and that was the last time the under-23 sides uh, faced off. Uh, this is of course uh, the national senior team for, of Pakistan that's playing in the uh, South Championship, and they last played India, I think, all the way back in 20th August 2013. That was again in the South Championship in Nepal, yeah, and India won that game about one nil. One nil. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, and yeah. So it's it's been like uh, just over five years, and uh, 
of course we want to see india play pakistan way more often because uh, you know the fans of both countries get energized over it uh, and it you know it, it gets more coverage in, in the news and it's good for football in both countries but we have seen pakistan disappear from the uh, international football scene uh, since i think it was uh, march 2015 when they played the uh, you know world cup qualifier first round against yemen and uh, since then they have just been absent so for the fans who are uh, you know mostly indian fans who are not uh, following the situation that unfolded with pakistan football federation uh, could you give us a quick uh, you know uh, overview of what happened uh, you know why fifa put that suspension on uh, pakistan yeah i mean looking at back at it like i said it has been a long time uh march 2013 when we last played and then things started to unravel uh politically in in, in football federation election disputes uh, a rival faction uh with some you know the pf i would say with the government support government state machinery they come came in uh and they took over the pff house they kicked the pff officials out um and then the pff held an election uh which you know in, in india you have this uh, sports code where you have 10 year restrictions mm-hmm. age restrictions in pakistan they were trying to implement a similar thing and the pff president who was seeking his fourth term when only two terms are are allowed mm-hmm. uh so he held an election the lahore high court uh, you know declared an all void and appointed an administrator and then they just never worked together uh the pff was out of office all f- football activity came to stand still as you know courts take their time in, in our part of the world and it just dragged on and yeah. on uh, fifa gave two year mandate to the pff which was not a, not in the headquarters but they still gave him the two year mandate that mandate then expired yeah. in 2017 uh, in in the meantime pakistan pulled out of every single event purely because they were not in the headquarters and they didn't have the official government backing uh, and they couldn't really mm-hmm. send a team uh, you know there were fans and campaigners who said look you send a team we can help fundraise we can find sponsors but bringing team out of every single event sort of brought the game to a halt and also sort of played into a narrative look we are out of office we can't send a team therefore we need to be back in the office and then the ban came in that lasted a few months and then the court mm-hmm. case got decided and then fifa lifted the ban and the same people that have been in power for 15 years are back in power and uh, yeah, you know obviously you've had a similar but not as bad with the uh, delhi high court and and the 10 year restrictions and and the was in the administrator slash ombudsman appointed but at least you know, in 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 your part the uh, federation didn't get kicked out yeah well uh, it has not uh, gone to that bad a situation yeah. uh, thankfully but uh, you know that's that's part of the situation we face uh, almost everywhere uh, in different sports where uh, if the if there are faction factionalisms uh, everywhere and if the uh, faction with more power is not getting to rule over a sport they just uh block everything and it's it's uh, of course it, it's the fans that suffers the team that suffers and uh, the sports uh, that suffers but after a long uh, break pakistan finally made a return uh, they had some very interesting friendly matches uh, uh, to mark their return and now they have made it into the semi finals just looking at the uh, you know the the uh, 
three group stage matches that Pakistan have played. Uh, you feeling positive about this? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's the way we have played so far. It's been very different to how we played SAF Cups before. In the previous mm-hmm. SAF Cups, we've tried to play a bit of football and we've not had the fortune to go in our favour like how we lost to India. You know, it was a very fluky own goal that went into 2013 and then Nepal scored mm-hmm. equaliser very late on. So here yeah. we've not played well in terms of, we've not played attractive football. We've just um, got the result that we needed so far, you know, uh, whereas we were a bit unlucky against Bangladesh as well. Uh, again, it's been yeah. a bit of rustiness as well. The players have not played together for a long time. The preparation they've had was not brilliant. They, they went to Bahrain where with one coach managing two squads. So he had an, a, a batch of under-23 players focusing on the Asian games and then some of the seniors that were mixing and playing. So literally, they only just had two games each squad uh, and that's how they came mm-hmm. here. Uh, whereas in terms of looking forward to the semi-final... Um, I think it's, it's it's from Pakistan point of view, uh, they're probably just glad that they're here. Uh, but then when you face India, I think a lot of the times tactics and everything goes out the window. I mean, just listening to even the yeah. cricket guys how they play about their cricket, kind of like tactics go out of the window. Uh, it's just it's just the occasion, and, and and that's what you play for. Yeah, obviously. I mean, uh, the appointment of uh, this Brazilian coach uh, Jose Antonio Goldberger uh, Nogueira. Uh, I mean, it seems like similar to the situation that uh, we got uh, with, uh, uh, you know, with uh, the Indian national team uh, with Stephen Constantine. And I remember uh, it, it wasn't obviously as bad, but uh, when uh, India was going into the sub-championship in uh, 2015, that was a team that, that was beaten down. I mean, uh, it was uh, derided, uh, criticized. Uh, uh, it, it was, it had a lot of uh, young players. So, uh, you know, they... They did not have a, much of an experience playing for the national team, and everybody thought you know Afghanistan were going to win. And uh, a lot of people uh, were predicting like probably Maldives or Nepal are uh, going to beat us. And uh, it, it sort of that tournament sort of became a coming out party. Uh, you know, the, finally everything fell into place. Uh, it, but it was it was not a very smooth process. It was. Uh, you know, you could see the the rust in the players. You could see they were just learning to uh, gel together. Similar process you, is happening with SAF, uh, you know, in uh, with Pakistan in SAF. You think? Uh, that could be the case, but I think looking at how Stephen was, you know, he's familiar with the football in the subcontinent. He had coached in the, he had coached Nepal. He he had been around. Uh, he knew what yeah. he knew what was expected at this level. Whereas in terms of our coach, he's never coached in South Asia. Uh, he's, he's had very unsuccessful attempts in coaching in Africa and and, and the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's 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 a bit different for him. Like for example, yesterday after we beat uh, uh, Bhutan, I think one of the players were explaining to him, "Look, we are through." And I think he wasn't even aware of the calculations. Uh, and and okay. in terms of, I think you know, he, he, it, it's 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 a little bit of a. You know, very tricky appointment that they made. Obviously, it's funded by Bahrain, uh, who have pretty good relationships with the PFF. And, uh, you know, the Brazilian guy was a good friend of the PFF's current technical director, the guy from Pakistan. He went and did a few courses in Brazil. So that's how they built that uh, rapport with each that's other. That's Faisal Saleh uh, Hayat. But looking, looking forward, maybe, like you said, you know, this is a tournament for him to see what's out there for him and then he can go back 
to the drawing board after this and see, okay, do what kind of football style will work with these players and how I want to play. Mm. Because right now, I think they're, they're just playing however uh, it is at the moment. It's, 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 it's not very fluent. It's uh, not very attractive, but it's, it's tournament football and I guess results are matter. Yeah, of course. Uh, in, if you win in the end, uh, I, I think uh, the fans forgive uh, the style of football you're playing. It's about getting the job done. But again, uh, you know, there's, there's been some uh, allegations of favoritism leveled uh, uh, against uh, the Indian football elite uh, by some of our players as well. Uh, but uh, how how far uh, do you think? I mean, how deep does uh, favoritism go in in terms of picking the Pakistan football team? Because we heard, uh, you know. Uh, some senior players had disputes with the federation, uh, and uh, some of them were not picked. Uh, and as, as you're saying, you, I, I don't think even you're convinced that uh, uh, Mr. Noguera is was probably the best choice available to them uh, when they picked him. Yeah, I mean the the selection in 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 South Asia and everywhere we use when somebody doesn't get selected, there's like all oh, this favoritism, there's nepotism, and we've always believed that okay. You know, every coach has a method to his selection. Obviously, he'll have his likes and dislikes, his favorites, his non-favorites. But uh, in this case, where uh, especially the case with Kalimullah, he, he he's you know out and about. He was at the World Cup with some corporate event, you know, involvement, uh, and then he's been fairly vocal of the uh, situation, uh, how the football has been handled over the last few years, uh, and and the politicization of it. So I think his opinions have cost him. Uh, and, and the PFF said, oh, well, he wasn't fit. Well, if he wasn't fit, he wouldn't be playing football o- o- over in Turkey, even though he's might be playing a fourth or fifth division. But we have a guy who's come from America, he's an amateur player in America, and he's played in all three games so far. So, you know, you, you can't really say, oh, well, he's playing lower level, his fitness won't be up to the standard. Well, you have, mm. to, you have to have him in the training camp and uh, spend time. So, I, but again, on the overseas players, some of them have got selected. Uh, there are a few still out. I think with the federation probably needs to go and make an approach to attract. Uh, but that depends how far they want to go because three or four is something we usually see from overseas. Are they willing to go to see how Afghanistan and Philippines have been? Are they willing to put eight, nine starting 11 or in the score? That's, that's something that remains to be seen how this coach... Uh, may go about in terms of domestically because we've not had a league for three years. Uh, it's, it's it's difficult to see the next big thing coming out of you know the domestic football uh, for another couple mm-hmm. of years as well because no league, no domestic football, so you're not not producing any breakthrough talent either. Mm, uh, one one big uh, uh, thing that happened when Constantine came to India was like uh, he had a. He pretty much spelled it out. The target is to get into Asian Cup 2019. Uh, have Have you seen uh, this coach, uh, Mr. Noguera? Uh, you know, he's he's got a three-year contract. Has he spelled anything out? That this is what we're going for. Uh, I mean, I always say okay, this is the, the easiest job in world football, the Pakistan job. Uh, <laughs> especially if you are paid by a third party, because then you literally have no pressure on yourself. Uh, you're not there, you're not employed by that particular federation, they're not paying your salary and demanding results. You can turn up, uh, just fool them that, oh, for the next three years, I'm going to focus on the youth, I'm going to focus on the 23s. Two years later, you lose the AFC under 23 qualifiers and then you're gone and 
does the thing and you compromise the senior team, you compromise the World Cup qualifiers. Uh, I mean, this guy is saying, look, I want to build football. I want to do this. I want to do that. After three years, this has happened and that happened. But even if you look back at it, those three years, they were never going to be really busy for us because we had lost the German qualifiers. So therefore, we were not going to have mm-hmm. the eight World Cup qualifiers. We were not going to have the six following Asian Cup qualifiers. So all we at the best would have had the AFC Solidarity Cup and another SAF Cup. That's about it. So we've not mm-hmm. missed out a great deal in that sense. We've only missed out a SAF Cup and AFC Solidarity Cup, which is what six matches um, over three years. So he remains. It remains to be seen what kind of idea he has because if he thinks. His aim is to qualify for Asia Cup or, or you know, win the pre-qualifier, which we've never done. We've never won pre-qualifier. And it usually gets over for us in the first leg, be it 7-0 versus Iraq, 3-0 against Bangladesh and a waterlogged pitch or a 3-1 against Yemen. Uh, so then he really needs to pre- plan and prepare. Like, we are in September. There are October FIFA dates and we don't have a friendly plan. <laughs> so it, it remains to be seen. I mean, if his target is, OK, I want to get to the group stage of World Cup qualifiers, and then maybe try the Asian Cup qualifiers because uh, from what we can gather, our federation wasn't even aware last time around that the World Cup qualifiers and the Asian Cup qualifiers were clobbered together. Okay, uh, so that's, yeah, of course, this does speak of a uh, you know, lack of uh, cohesive structure in the Pakistan uh, uh, Football uh, Federation. But, uh, you know, that's... Obviously, if I start talking about AIFF, uh, I'm going to be depressed as well, uh, just as sad as you are speaking about PFF. Uh, but let's let's come down to the team here. Uh, it's, see, one of the things that sort of made me interested in this, uh, you know, Pakistan football team, uh, apart from the fact that, you know, I, I tu- last champ- sub-championship, I turned up at Trivandrum. Uh, I still didn't know if, if Pakistan were coming or not. I had hope. Uh, and I turned up this picturesque stadium. There was a, uh, you know, all the soft country flags flying. Uh, the Pakistan flag was there as well. Uh, turned out they were not coming. Uh, disappointment because I really wanted to see an India-Pakistan match over there. Uh, it's finally happening. You know, I've been waiting for this uh, fixture for uh, about uh, more than, more than two years. Uh, so. The team list comes out. There's a lot of uh, you know players who are playing in clubs uh, at uh, you know one is at Turkey, Turkey, uh, Turkey. Uh, a few from uh, Denmark. Uh, there's one in US, one in uh, Malaysia, which is very rare in South Championship, right? India had uh, Gurpreet Singh Sandhu. Uh, he's back in India right now. Yeah. Almost every every player uh, in the in the national teams of South Championship plays in that same country. It, it sort of made the Pakistan team seem new and unpredictable as to how they were going to uh, you know, turn out as a unit. And do you think they still have that uh, you know, exotic element or, or that surprise element uh, that can still come together and uh, deliver a big result on Wednesday? I mean, for, for Pakistan, it, it, it has been an ongoing experiment of these overseas players. Uh, they just not had that... Uh, Right bit of fortune at times, and then the, the, the not that conducive environment there where where they should have excelled. So they've they've been you know internal politics at times, um, and, and so on. But uh, some of these guys, you know, they're fairly senior now. Uh, they know what they have missed out on in the last three years, and they have embraced. I mean, you know, Zesh Zesh was in the team last time we made the semi-finals 13 years ago. He's come back realizing, okay, uh, you know, I'm the senior guy. I need to help out. 
Uh, in meantime, you know, he's missed a number of South Cups due to club commitments and, and, and injury. So he, he's come back in. Uh, the three guys from Denmark have stepped up as well. Despite there's a fourth one who's missing, he's still not being given a visa. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. you know, uh, and he's the one that we were really banking on if he had come. He would have taken this tournament by storm. Uh, mm. But uh, yeah, I'm still hoping that he might get a visa tomorrow and he can fly out. I mean, uh, we did tweet to the Bangladesh uh, foreign uh, minister the other day, yesterday, and he didn't reply. But uh, let's see. But uh, it's it's good. I mean, uh, especially with Bangladesh as well. They had one of the guys from uh, Denmark uh, who used to play used to play with our guys in Copenhagen. Uh, yeah. But he's now playing in Bangladesh and and, and uh, you know doing well. So and and. Nepal, I think, obviously have Rohit Chand playing out in Indonesia. Uh, like I said, India had Gurpreet abroad. Um, we really do need uh, a little bit more uh, exposure. I think our players need to get out a little bit more. Obviously, you guys have a two really good leagues now and, and players are spoiled for choice. Uh, so maybe they don't want to go out just yet. Uh, but I think the more diversity we have uh, in terms of players playing abroad and then bringing that back to them, uh, it, it it just helps profile as well, you know. Then do, wherever they are playing, that country's media sort of takes a little bit of interest as well. Um, yeah. And you know, it, it's just one of the to think where well, a lot of these rankings are. Obviously, India is ranked in top hundred, and all of the rest of us are just clobbed around one ninety to two hundred somewhere. Just really shows you the standard we are at. Uh, and mm. and and SAF doesn't help yourself, you know. Three matches in five days in that yeah. heat and humidity. Yeah. yeah, it's it, uh, Dhaka is a pretty humid uh, area, and and the and the area the stadium is in it, it like gives you a, a feeling of congestion. I mean, uh, you know, usually you see uh, stadiums, even the urban stadiums, have a little bit of parking area or uh, uh, some space around it. Some greenery uh, gives you a, a feeling of openness. Yeah. This one is right right next to a market. Like there's a, uh, there's some. Uh, hotels next to it there's a very uh, busy road next to it uh, and uh, uh, there's a mosque next to it uh, and and a big supermarket like part of the stadium uh, you know out the outer area edges of the stadium are rented out to shops i don't know what they do on match days I like i think they, they had uh, like four yeah. trips breaks yesterday in that match yeah and yeah, it, it doesn't help that uh, they're playing in the middle of a concrete jungle in an already humid uh, uh, part of the world. Uh, so yeah, it, but one of the things that you must take hard, I mean, uh, just, just looking at the way Pakistan played, uh, especially the game against uh, uh, Nepal, that they seem to keep trying till the last moment. Like the, the goal against uh, Nepal, decisive one came uh, almost at the added time. Uh, and even uh, against uh, Bhutan, uh, they scored a goal, uh, I think, 91 minutes in uh, from a, a substitute who came on. Yeah. So, in terms of fitness, in terms of uh, spirit, that seems to be there yeah, from that, the Pakistan that team. That certainly has been very, uh, you know, heartwarming that they, they've not given up. You know, they didn't sit back and say, OK, we'll take 1-1 after 85 minutes against uh, Nepal, they, they they kept pushing and they had that chance and they took it. I guess Bangladesh, you know, we had the better chances, uh, were a little bit unlucky with that goal in the end. Uh, and, and same with yesterday, you know, if we had sort of stayed happy at 2-0, then 
in the last game against Nepal and Bangladesh, Nepal would need one nil to both of them to go through. You know, so that could have anything like that would have happened. Whereas when you knew, okay, yeah. we're still going to push for that third goal to make sure we go through and then, uh, you know, leave it for Nepal to do their own thing. Or I mean, Bangladesh really had one job. All they needed to do was just avoid defeat, um, and mm. uh, they couldn't do that. So it, it certainly has been very encouraging. You know, Hassan Bashi, for example, went off after 58, 55 minutes in the first game, missed the second yeah. game through injury, and and again he was there yesterday, uh, scored a goal and tried to set one up as well. So he he's still you know uh, pushing through, and uh, we don't have a great deal of depth in the squad at the moment. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's encouraging that uh, the, the spirit that they have, they still keep pushing. Yeah, Mohammad Riaz also seems to be in form. Two goals already. Yeah, no, he, he's he's looking to do well. Uh, he he's somebody that had high expectations. He came onto the scene as a 15-year-old uh, in 2010 when we had a football tournament called the Geo Super League. Uh, after that, you know, he's he's been within the system. He's played in the under 19s, under 21s, under 23s, uh, and uh, he's 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 doing well. He's somebody who maybe should have gone out uh, with a bit of guidance. Maybe should have gone abroad, and you know, when he was still a teenager, to try to improve a little bit more. But uh, no, he he's still one of the good ones, uh, and 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 you know, he's uh, really really adding to that team. Uh, in terms of the attacking side, he can play on the wing. He can uh, help the striker up as well. So I mean, that volley he hit, the crossbar, should have scored a goal for that as well. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 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 been encouraging to see some of these guys, despite uh, the challenges, despite the limitations. Um, you know, that they're still doing what they can because there's there's not a deal of flair in this team in terms of our midfield wise. That's why we are struggling at the moment. But they're still they're still putting a shift in. Yeah, well, talking about the midfield, uh, you know, Saddam Hussein uh, has got uh, two assists uh, so far. He seems to be doing pretty well, the captain, and uh, he was also incidentally the the person who scored against uh, India in the last game. Uh, I think he was an under twenty three player back then. India versus uh, Pakistan under twenty three uh, in Bangalore. Uh, he was uh, one of the scorers, and uh, he's he's taking. I mean. We've seen him evolve over the last three years. Uh, uh, he's playing in Turkey. Could could you like uh, and and I'm genuinely just uh, asking out of ignorance. Is he literally the best uh, player in Pakistan team right now, uh, or or do you think somebody even better has been missed out? Is he the Sunil Chetri of uh, Pakistan football, I the mean, biggest star? He, he 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 is among the top two in in domestic football. I would say obviously. Uh, him and Kaleem Mullah would have been the two best, but Kaleem Mullah is no longer in the team. So, yeah, in, in domestically, Saddam Sali is the best. Uh, he's, again, from a very humble background, has done well, found his feet. Uh, you know, mm. he doesn't shy away from uh, from leadership issues. He takes... and uh, he, He's somebody he'll get stuck into it. You know, he, he's been about, he went to Kyrgyzstan to play, uh, then he played in Bahrain for a bit, uh, and then he's um, over in, you know, uh, in in Cyprus, northern Cyprus, so he's 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 uh, tried his hand at these things, uh, and he's tried to uh, you know take those uh, coaching uh, advices from those those places and those coaching methods, and and it's it's, it's added to his game, um, and uh, he does need that little bit of sport in midfield, perhaps, 
but again, he he's somebody who can get things going in midfield if he's got somebody to cover him as well. Like that that, uh, that last goal against uh, Nepal, we scored. He was the one who started that move off, put you know put that diagonal ball out towards Adil. Adil then uh, you know puts a big cross in, uh, and against uh, mm. you know against Bhutan as well, played a part in the first goal uh, by Riaz. So he's he's certainly somebody. Uh, he's he's going into uh, this this role, and I think if he can have somebody with a bit more um, defensive mindedness involved in that midfield, and it'll, it'll allow to flourish a little bit more. But again, yeah, he um, needs to take yeah. a step now and uh, go play in a better division, though. Yeah, definitely. But you know this. Uh, this contingent uh, where uh, you know quite a lot of the players are uh, playing abroad and quite a lot, lot of them are uh, you know registered with uh, domestic clubs uh, i don't really see that much of a difference though i mean do you think it's it's you know immediately helping bringing in all the uh, players who are registered outside no i think that that's certainly uh, it, the, the difference is there i mean you look at it from pakistani point of view the difference is there uh, in, in terms of, uh, you know, if you don't have us in Bashir and Muhammad Ali up front, uh, we would be uh, a little bit uh, toothless because, again, Hassan Bashir usually has a lot of involvement of the, you know, in terms of the 16 games he's played. Our, out of 10 or 12, he's had a hand in either scoring or creating a goal or two. Um, mm. Whereas Zesh, Zesh has been outstanding in, the, in these three games so far. Mm. Uh, he's had bad games for Pakistan sometime. But uh, he he's been brilliant, and and those defenders, the young defenders, I think, can do a lot by having him around. Especially at the moment in Pakistan, we really are struggling to find some quality international standard centre backs, uh, and these players can do well. And in terms of Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali is one of those where he can just work hard for ninety minutes, and uh, you won't notice him. Again, like the like the Nepal game, he would just he would just work for ninety mm-hmm. minutes. Just like everybody else in in, in the other team, but then he pops up and uh, you know scores a ninety six minute. And yesterday, you know, he had two brilliant assists. Uh, but he's been a little bit wasteful himself, but he still had two assists. But I, I do agree in terms of Pakistan's overseas recruitment, uh, they do need to get a, a different level of players. You know, we have players playing at a better league you now. Adil Nabi's in the uh, Scottish league. Uh, there's Botis yeah. Khan, there's Adnan Mohammed, you know, he just plays in the Danish Super League, but his team got relegated, so this is the first division. Um, then the guys in Norway, you know, like Sobet Zaz Hussein, if PFF wants to go for them. Uh, Isa Suleiman, you know, England under 23s. That's then, then you suddenly, you know, up that level a bit in, in terms of uh, how, very similar to how Philippines went about and how Afghanistan have gone about in terms of first you recruit sort of the semi-pro level and then you certainly go to yeah. professional ones and say, okay, we're going to take that next step. Uh, so there is a method, there is a long-term plan behind uh, the recruitment strategy. I would hope so. I would hope so uh, because we have sort of, I've been over the involved over the years in terms of identifying some of those players and, uh, you know, letting the federation know. But uh, now, you know, they do seem to have a better staff in place if they want to mm. go. You know, we can still identify those players but it's about going to them. For example, you know, uh, earlier in the year, they're supposed to show an interest in Gaia Zahid. Uh, he yeah. plays for Apoel Nicosia. They ended up sending a mercy to his previous club, Valarenga. So they were yeah. wherever he was playing. So they sent it to Valarenga. Valarenga sort of made it viral on social media. And, you know, lo and behold, two months down the line, Lars Lagerbach calls him up to the Norway squad just to shut up the yeah. media critics. 
and he plays him for five minutes, but he's not called him now. Uh, I think that would just to sort of, uh, you know, annoy everybody and play him for five minutes. So he's still, <laughs> still eligible for Pakistan, you know, because it's only a friendly. Uh, so we've got a f- few players that are a bit of higher standard, but it, it depends. You know, like I said, the uh, token three to four guys from abroad, or do they want to push on and say, you know, we want to go to the next stage? Because until we have a very good level of the domestic league for the next two or three years, we are not going to drastically improve. And there is a, a new league that's coming up, right? I think they're, uh, you know, building a new league uh, in the model of uh, Indian Super League. Uh, is it is it going to be just new franchises all over, or uh, all other existing clubs going to be part of that? Uh, there's, there's not much clarity on it yet because the PFF still announced that okay, we're going to start the PPL, which is the departmental league. We're going to start in hour and it's going to run until December. But then they also said, are we going to have a mm-hmm. franchise model league as well? So. There's no clarity what they're trying to do. I mean, are they going to do what you guys have done and say, look, we're going to have two run, two run parallel leagues. One's going to be a league and one's going to be maybe... Uh, that's going to be a bit, bit messy. Type. Uh, so it, it's 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 not very clear at the moment. But uh, same same with us. Uh, the idea of a franchise model is, is a good idea because we don't have the type of club uh, history and culture you have. So we can break away from a departmental setup. Uh, but... And we don't have that kind of uh, corporate backing slash the media power, uh, you know, the media backing that in in India, IMG and Star were willing to uh, step in. We we don't have that. We we've had, we've got media channels last night even showing the Safco, so so we we yeah. can't really uh, look for that. But uh, yeah, because nobody is keen to do really a club proper club uh, oriented league. Uh, they still stuck with departmental football, so. Maybe it's time to break free and uh, push for a franchise, but then it has to be proper, you know, like like the A League or MLS, and and you know once ISL establishes properly as as mm. as a single league. Yeah, so it's a uh, you know of course thanks uh, for laying uh, the whole scenario out for us. Uh, it's a very concise uh, you know uh, overview of the. Uh, situation as it has progressed over the last five years uh, in Pakistan football and as it looks now you know uh, as, as a culmination of all these efforts uh, you know putting together a team and uh, now going to prove something uh, in uh, in South championship and I think already a good point has been made now that, uh, that they're uh, already in the semi-finals uh, but let's come to the juicy part now. Uh, India versus Pakistan, highly anticipated match uh, on Wednesday. Uh, it's it's going to be the most watched game in the whole uh, tournament. I'm I'm pretty sure it may actually you know get more viewers around the world than uh, the final itself. But just just one of you, uh, you t- want you to be honest here. This is the India under 23 team, right? You compare uh, the strength. Of this under-23 team with the uh, senior national team, uh, what if it was a senior national team? Would uh, this Pakistan team have any chance? Uh, to be honest, uh, it, not not really sure because your under-23 team is still in a lot better system and shape than our senior team has been. Your under, you know, three teams has has been through the Indian Arrow setup and so on, perhaps, and they play at a you know very good standard. Uh, whereas our guys are, like I said, very rustic and they've, come, they've been out of the game for a while. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I guess uh, the challenge is, is, is there for both teams, but I think it's, it's just going to be the occasion, irrespective of 
you know what both teams feel uh, and and in terms of like you said it's probably going to be a watch most watched game and uh, just a shame that we still probably won't have a broadcaster showing it in Pakistan uh, is what's the situation with that i mean uh, is is there a chance some pakistani tv channel will show it still remains very little i mean we have tweeted to the uh, minister of information and and, and the secretary of the information ministry uh they just they just don't seem i mean they were busy showing highlights or repeat matches on the 2014 world cup uh we've got, hmm. we've got no premier league uh, rights in the in pakistan uh la league has obviously gone to facebook uh and and, and this you know the guys we just have to watch indian channel star and sony and so whatever they are showing uh so it's 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 really really uh, tragic that you know that they, they can't even show uh can't even show Safco, but let's hope there's still, uh, you know, about 36 hours, uh, you know, to go. Let, let's hope maybe tomorrow they can somebody can take a note and step in and say, okay, you know, we'll we'll get the feed and uh, we'll show it. But uh, yes. it, it 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 remains uh, to be seen. But uh, just like a quick question uh, for you. Yeah. Uh, under 23s, you didn't send them to the Asian Games. For for whatever reason, yeah. But then they went on to a preparation tour Australia. Surely the Asian Games would have been a bit more of a prep and competitive games, and you had a chance to go to second round. As, as yeah, well, uh, in Australia. Yeah, they they wanted to go, and what happened was uh, the Indian Olympic Association came up with this uh, new, uh, uh, I think, uh, criteria that they have is that unless uh, they determined that uh, a team or an athlete can make the uh, top 8 in the Asian Games. They were not going to send uh, that team or athlete, uh, which which led to a very uh, you know strange situation that some really deserving teams and athletes were just uh, cut off because, uh, you know, India just want... IOA wanted to project an image of India that uh, we are always in the top 10 everywhere in uh, athletics uh, in Asia. So it it was unfortunate. Uh, it was a great opportunity that uh, uh, India could have had this under 23 setup, and of course, it's obvious that why the reason we are uh, going with these uh, under 23 games is because uh, Stephen Constant feels there are some holes in the national team that needs to be filled up before Asian Cup, right? And and the Asian Games was supposed to be the platform where we could test these uh, boys and uh, get uh, get them ready for the big stage, uh, and and if that had been allowed, and uh, and really AIF have tried, uh, I, I can't complain. They went out and said, uh, "Hey, we'll we'll carry all our, uh, you know, we'll bear all our costs. Just let us go. You know, yeah, I mean, uh, we we don't so want who, money from the so government." So who footed the costs for the Australia trip then? Uh, AIFF. So the AIFF could they have, have AIFF been put itself funded to the Asian Games as well. Yeah, they they were not allowed. They said we will self fund, but. Uh, IOA did not allow uh, that as well because we so, because we had the similar situation back in 2010 like this when the uh, yeah. POA said oh we're not going to send the football team and the PFF stepped in and said okay we'll uh, finance it ourselves so you know we went yeah. but yeah I mean you know you, it turned out you only needed three points and a good goal difference to make it through to the second round as uh, one of the four best in the ropes you know we missed out at yeah. the very last minute. Uh, but uh, yeah no it's it's uh, it, it's really good how they are going but i'm surprised that uh, um you know they, they didn't take that but it's it's good to sort of take it as 2023 but it sometimes also feels that india doesn't value the tournament as much that they will just send an under 19 or under 23 team 
But of course, well, I think yeah. Well. yeah, I think I think if uh, the under twenty three Asian Games uh, had not tanked like that for us, uh, we would have probably sent a senior team. Uh, because I remember I I actually raised uh, the question of under twenty three teams at the SAF Championship last time. Mm. You know, I I asked uh, Stephen Constantine, I asked the coach, uh, then coach of Maldives, uh, that should the uh, you know sub uh, it, you know, subcontinental championship should be uh, a an under twenty three affair just to promote the youth, and everybody at that moment said uh, no. We want uh, competitive football here. It's it's something that we look forward to. It's a serious trophy, and uh, we want to you know bring our best team uh, to these tournaments. And I think the presence of Afghanistan uh, sort of determined a lot of this attitude back then because uh, India were trying to you know uh, just get the title back. Maldives were trying to prove themselves against India and Afghanistan. Now that Afghanistan is gone, I think India doesn't see a big rival. Uh, of course, Pakistan is is always a rival, but uh, in, in terms of that kind of a challenge that Afghanistan could present, uh, they they just don't feel it's there anymore. And uh, I think maybe that, we need to. I think maybe we need to have a guest team to you know come in. Uh, into absolutely. The I mean, we are hosting the twenty edition. Maybe we can pitch the idea. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That would that would be great. I think the Western Asian Football Federation under 16 tournament that happened, that had India and Japan uh, as uh, as guest teams, and both teams did quite well. So no, it, we, it's we it's a like, great. Yeah, it doesn't have to be an Asian team. It could be anybody. You could get somebody else. You know, could be like a team from the Indian Ocean, or could be a team, smaller team like I don't know, like Gibraltar or San Marino, somebody just like a guest team, just another minor to join us. You know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you still have a different uh, style of play when they come, and it will probably yeah. And something. you could you could actually you could actually even bring back Afghanistan because uh, even though they wanted to go to Central Asia for uh, their own reasons, uh, the the officials and the coaches, uh, team management people, everybody said like you know we love you know playing countries like India. We yeah, want uh, we want to be definitely. yeah. Yeah, the, I mean you know we we should just ask them to come and play as a guest because. Yeah, so over there they only got six teams, and what they're going to do is play two group matches, really. Uh, yeah, so basically, it 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 is something that we need to look at, and we certainly like the idea. I think you mentioned for a, like a Nations League, uh, the Asian Confederation yeah. Football Confederation really need to look into that because uh, that's something will allow smaller teams to have regular action on FIFA breaks. Like you know, sometimes we go an entire year without playing a friendly game. Mm. Yeah, of course. This this will uh, you know solve all that problem. It will also solve the problem of some teams gaming the rankings, like India did. Yeah. You know, just pick the right match at the right time because uh, you have the money now, and uh, you just keep winning. And uh, you know, you, India is ranked above some really good teams who just did not schedule themselves properly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and India is actually ranked below some teams who. Who are who probably India can beat, and uh, you have a league that just goes out of the window. You play who you play, and uh, everybody just stays on that uh, even keel. Uh, it's, it's really good for uh, competitive football. Uh, but but coming back to uh, you know you know South Championship, we sort of veered off course there. Uh, yeah, it it does not look like it's something uh, that even Pakistan will take. You know, going forward, if If uh, the team solidifies, you start playing better, winning games. Uh, I think India, Pakistan, both these sort of better off countries will look forward to uh, Southwest Asian Football Federation Championship or something like that. 
because you, you just look at seven teams playing in two groups one group has four teams the other group has three teams nothing seems to be in place you know it just seems like a haphazardly put together competition whereas almost i mean uh, the, the southwest asia situation that seems like that can be a really good uh, competition to play yeah, right? i mean that that remains an interesting uh, point in terms of what is the purpose of uh, southwest asian football federation i mean one of the main objective i think at that time was to get a block together and vote for the united states bid which has happened mm. uh, and now they've held their own sort of elections and and you know had had their general meeting and i think obviously then another outcome of that is the president adil alizad is looking to run for the afc presidency so that's another i think objective what they're trying to do is is to get a block together and 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 start backing that guy but uh i you know like shaykh said there can't be another regional some federation because we already have five no that, i think i think picture. yeah i think what will happen is uh, saf will be there but uh, any team that's starts doing well will also send an under 23 team mm. so it's it's going to be india under 23 uh, pakistan under 23 nepal under 23 and the rest sending senior teams and nobody really cares they're just going through the motions so it, it it's it's a real possibility i think especially if we do have a swaf tournament you know and and we see uh, you know south asian teams actually playing uh, against middle eastern teams uh, and having good contests Uh, it, it's a it's a good possibility for the next three four years. Do you, yeah, it, do you agree? It, it is. It is. But it is. It's also like I think uh, I, I saw there was a lot of excitement around Indian uh, fans as well that will get to play better teams. Uh, but I think we we're also in terms of politically we probably just being you know we're we're just being used in terms of uh, in in the bigger geopolitics of Asian football. Yeah. Uh, and and that is the Middle Eastern football as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I saw one of the Nepal guys saying, "Well, we are going to get five million dollars from SWAF." So I don't know what sort of money is yeah. being promised uh, to these staff members from SWAF body, uh, and, and, and it remains to be seen how then that money then uh, goes into uh, you know developing the local game and then having like you know SWAF tournaments. So it, it remains to be seen. Very early days, and uh, but uh, there's this one thing that I do want to sort of discuss and maybe talk is. Uh, it is sort of bit more engagement, I think, within Pakistan and Indian football. Uh, again, mm-hmm. with the governments we have in place, I guess it's bit difficult. We, we yeah. you know, would be good to see some of our players play in in ISL or BHI league. Um, you know, couple of guys I think fairly decent enough to make it. Um, the last time Adil Nabi came from uh, England from West Brom, so you know he got he got in obviously because he was on his British passport. Uh, yeah. But uh, some of the others, you know, I, it would be good. I've obviously, uh, as a keen uh, follower, I've tried in the past. Uh, we had a couple of, you know, clubs interested back in the day, but uh, mm. then the standard red tape always gets in the way. Uh, but it would be good to see someday. Uh, yeah, it would be. I, I, I want India and Pakistan to play more often. I mean, it's it's certainly a better option than playing Nepal so often. Uh, and it would generate a lot of buzz it always does when india and pakistan are playing it's it's good for the sport in both countries but of course it's a it's a political situation that comes uh, in the middle of sport all the time and uh, and also with the situation we have i i'm not sure i hope it doesn't come to this but there might be some complication uh, around the 2020 soft tournament like mm-hmm. it might be that uh, the indian government says india 
the indian team will not go to pakistan i mean i i can't even remember when was the last time an indian team went to pakistan for a match uh, i think i think it was a, a kabaddi match it was one of those circle style kabaddi matches uh, that happened uh, somewhere in lahore yeah uh, and and that it's been few years since that uh, so it's well another i mean you, you, uh, you're having you're having yeah. elections soon as well aren't you but uh, yeah i don't, don't see things changing that much but yeah let's let's hope let's hope that come 2020 staff cup you know uh, we we are on a better better atmosphere and we can have india yeah. come obviously we don't know yet which uh, city it will be uh, probably better to have mm-hmm. it in karachi i guess you'll get a lot more crowd and diverse crowd uh mm. as compared to elsewhere but yeah it 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 would be uh it would be good good to see uh good to see india come I mean, last time they came was 2005 and uh, yeah it's been a long time now since sneel chetri made his debut and guys gone on to become a legend since yeah you know? uh, it would be such a such a great uh, you know sort of uh, i mean we were already discussing uh, when he's going to go it would be a great book into his career if he like you know goes out there and does uh, perform well in pakistan that's where he started after all so yeah it's it's, it's something to look forward to but wednesday uh, it's it it looks like a a very tight game to me because uh, both teams have uh, you know somewhat loose midfield <laughs> and it seems like a lot of individual spirit that's keeping the uh, squads together i don't see the indian under 23 performing that well as a squad yet and uh, i don't see the uh, you know pakistan uh, team performing that well as a squad yet either the only big difference i think is because pakistan have played under pressure so far in the tournaments we've seen what they can do when they're uh, being pressed india just haven't had that kind of competition so we just don't know if if pakistan can just play this uh, aggressive kind of a football and get an early goal mm-hmm. we just don't know how this it's, these, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very good points uh, in terms of pakistan uh, we have had this inability to just grab the game by the scruff of the neck you know even yesterday against bhutan there's no way you should let bhutan pass about you know so we allowed them mm-hmm. to do that uh, whereas i think our guys will be a little bit more tired even though they'll have a day extra of rest but they've played a game extra yeah. as well uh yeah. so that's I, mean, i was really surprised with maldives uh they are probably going through a bit of transition post aliashvak and everything but yeah they just just didn't seem to have much uh, in them you know they, they drew with lanka yeah. and they uh, lost today and had to rely on a coin toss ah yeah i mean that was weird coin toss determining who's going to go in and uh, and how would you feel losing that coin toss i mean that's that's some proper that's, that's, uh, dhoni moment that's right there very very south asian you know coin toss i mean just go on the disciplinary because you've got the same yeah. difference your next thing should be disciplinary and on disciplinary yeah. maldives go through because sri lanka had more yellow cards but luckily the coin yeah. toss fell in the maldives favor as well because that would have been really unfair on them if they hadn't uh, you know gone through based on that coin toss yeah it's uh, it, it's uh, this entire tournament seems a bit weird i mean uh, i was there at greenfield uh, when the last time it happened facilities were awesome the ground was great uh, it was happening in a nice suburban spot it was december so the weather was awesome mm-hmm. uh, j- this time it just seems like yeah everything we, is just, we were just, really looking forward to that uh, south cop in kerala with all you know 
it'll yeah. be really good crowds and it'll be in december it'd be good and then you know our federation decided to pull the plug and said we're not going uh so yeah, yeah you know we, we missed that one because uh, the delhi one was really really poor because there wasn't this was a really big stadium and the crowds weren't there it was just an empty yeah. stadium um and you know i think that, that was really uh, disappointing one but yeah uh you know there, there are places in india where you can you know go play and the crowds will come so yeah you know that that that's uh, that's that but yeah i mean obviously in, in the meantime i think we missed the saf games as well they were in guwahati as well so we missed yeah. out on that as well uh nepal won that surprisingly um mm. but yeah it is is interesting i think i'm i'm uh, I'm probably more on the KG side, maybe two one one nil uh, to whoever wins. Um, it, it's, it's, I think it's, it's going to be that kind of game. Yeah, but uh, you know, you, how do you fancy your uh, your strikers going up against the likes of uh, Salam Ranjan Singh or uh, Subhashish Bose? Because these are not the not the you know sturdy, uh, imposing defenders like uh, you know. Uh, the the senior national teams uh, has uh, sandesh chingan types mm-hmm. it, it it these are these are like uh, i mean subhash is boss he's, he's full of spirit but uh, he he doesn't weigh that much you know he's he's lanky he can uh, head the ball uh, he can fly in for a tackle but i mean he can he can't he can't dodge somebody uh, to the ground uh, and do it cleanly and that's why he ends up getting uh, quite a bit of uh, bookings as well it's Does it, do you see? Do you see uh, uh, a chance that Pakistan can just push push through with the sheer physicality here? I think, uh, and, I think they know? can. I yeah. think especially with Hassan and and Muhammad Ali's physicality, I think that's something they'll definitely look to to do. Uh, but yeah. uh, I think for 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 India, it, uh, Pakistan's uh, uh, Pakistan's left back is fairly a weaker position. Um, hmm. We we keep getting caught out on the left side. Uh, so India's right wing. I'm not too sure who, who it would be, but uh, uh, they, 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 they'll have, a, I think, a really good uh, adventurous time there because we have a fullback, Mohsin Ali, young guy. Uh, he has struggled to uh, keep up with his uh, other three defenders. So he, he's always the one. He's playing somebody onside. He's always two yards behind, uh, and mm-hmm. I think that's how Nepal exploited that in the first game as well. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, uh, the Indian defense has not actually let in a goal. Yeah, uh, exactly. uh, has not been tested that much either. Yeah, and and I it it kind of actually worries me uh, more than it's reassuring, but it does worry me as well because I don't think either Sri Lanka or Maldives had a attack as capable as uh, uh, as Nepal. In sorry, as Pakistan. In fact, when they played each other, they didn't score a goal. So and I don't I don't think they have uh, actually scored a goal which sort of yeah damn it I mean Maldives have gotten through without scoring a goal mm-hmm. so it's that's that's such a mismatch uh, in terms of yeah, having that, a group again that that's just half cooked for you yeah at least uh, at it, least it, like it, uh, I mean similar to yeah. it was similar to the uh, Asian Games Women tournament I think was it one of the was it Thailand or somebody or or, or another smaller team where they didn't score a goal. And yeah. still went through. Yeah, it's it's they, uh, really they weird. They didn't get a point, I think, and they went through. Yeah, even more weird. It's it's. <laughs> really looking forward to seeing somebody like, 
you know, Robin Singh in this tournament, but I guess you know you know sent him. Yeah, well, he's he's not uh, in the under twenty three bracket anymore. Mm. But uh, yeah, what, what are those cold, we, what are we, those we, cold we, figures in Indian football? He he could have been he could have been useful out here just uh, just to you know push through powerfully um, and that's what he does he just draws the uh, draws the defenders to himself and even if he's not scoring that creates space for others. Yeah. Um, Manveer Singh, Farooq Chaudhary, you know I I really like them I I, I like them as a sort of you know future uh, the strikers who will take over the national team in the future I I it I have hopes for them but. They're just not up there, and and that's that's what worries me. If if they if they face a high pressure situation, there's there's a lot of uh, young talent in this team who have never faced mm-hmm. uh, a semi final or a final or a match against Pakistan, where where the pressure really gets to you, you know. And so, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how how much uh, it's gonna it's gonna tell on them. Uh, and and I think the same situation is with Pakistan because. Uh, I don't remember when was the last time they played a semi-final or a final. No, it, it's been a have, long time. We have never played a SAF final. Uh, yeah. We have played SAF games finals. We we won about four of them, but again, that last time was in 2006. So we we we've not. I mean, uh, the only guy in this current squad that even played a semi-final was Zesh, and that was in 2005. So these guys are not very. Uh, you know, not not very familiar with with uh, with success when it comes to national team. Uh, like I'll give you an example. Uh, the they've all even at under nineteen level, we've only won one match in the last fifteen years, in the last six sixteen mm. years at under nineteen level. And have a guess who that came against? Who was that? Right, India. And it was two yeah. free kicks from a guy called Bilal Rahman. He's in the squad in this tournament, so he's actually the only yeah. one who you know has uh, done that in a sort of qualifier game. So yeah, it, it is very very um, uh, difficult because you know when you're not being around winning squads, mm. so it's just just, yeah. just good that you know we've had we've won two two games in last twelve South Cup games and now we have two wins in mm. three, so it's it's a little bit of a momentum that maybe maybe they can uh, take forward, but uh, yeah, uh, like I said, it's it past an India game, a lot of the things are going to go out the window as soon as they step onto that pitch. Yeah, obviously, it's 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 a game of nerves that it comes down to in the end, uh, and uh, you know whoever holds on is gonna so. uh, win, some which some is why some of your guys guys may be a little bit well equipped. They play in front of big crowds, in the ISL and in the IP, uh, whereas our guys have not played in front of big crowds in domestic football either. I don't think there's gonna be a big crowd in Dhaka. Uh, there might be a you know good amount of crowd. This being a very interesting game, but it, it's not gonna be uh, you know. As it could have been if it the if the match was in India, for example, then you would you would see a turnout, uh, you know, to be an intimidating presence uh, in the stadium. Mm-hmm. In Bangladesh, I, I just don't see it. Uh, even even in their domestic leagues or cup finals, it's it's not that high. Uh, two foreign teams coming and playing. I don't know how the how much local people will turn out. I hope it there's a big crowd. Uh, and and uh, they're partisan and they and they che- keep cheering on, but yeah, I think the, that's the that's the biggest uh, question mark that's hanging over this uh, uh, this match is that we just haven't seen these players in these these situations before. Like none we, of them have gone out. Yeah, we we need a friendly game. We need a we need a full yeah. full strength friendly game at the Salt Lake Stadium at some stage. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> that that would see you know I think a seventy thousand turnout, and it would be a great experience for it, uh, all the all the players. But you know what I was saying was whether you're talking about uh, Manveer Singh or uh, the Pakistani strikers uh, uh, or or even uh, Saddam Hussein, uh, the the Pakistani captain. Uh, they have not seen high level action like this and they have not seen it against each other so this is like even more pressure because it's it's again it's it's an india pakistan game and uh, we will see how it goes only when these these players go through that that experience you know it's it's so so in that way does this game look like a building block to you you know it's it's how players an individual player will perform in this will sort of cement his popularity with the fans his his uh, ability to be in the team a long time in the future and how the team performs in this match will sort of be, become a, a a focal point or or an uh, or a thing of inspiration uh, when they're setting the next big target when they're looking at the next 2 3 years you know it's it's like Okay, yeah, we we did well on 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 that big game, so we can take on the next big target. One, one thing I'm I'm sort of surprised about, you know, you had some really good players coming through a few years ago. I'm, I'm surprised they have not got into this team, even if you're sending a fairly young squad. It's like some like you had Uttam Rai and you had Brandon Fernandez types. So I thought they might have, you know, uh, gone mm. into this kind of thing, but I guess they've really not uh, realized their potential. As what, what they were um, not really. I think I think this is a uh, you know team that's uh, you know it. They Constantine is trying to get players ready for the uh, Asian Cup, right? And uh, he he wants a certain kind of players who will uh, perform well against Middle Eastern highly physical teams, mm-hmm. right? And and that's that's what this is all about. If uh, even Uttam Rai, he's he's not that physically imposing, right? He's not. Uh, going to perform for us in Asian Cup 2019 right so i'm pretty sure he's going to get his turn but it's going to come later right now it's all about uh, next january and uh, constantine has picked the players who he believes may be a part of that squad you know i think three or four of this team might make it into that mm-hmm. uh, team so yeah and, and uh, so so what what do you think the pakistan uh, team's uh, perspective is on this tournament like this team, uh, whatever they uh, do in this tournament, uh, how does that play out in terms of the future plans of this uh, Pakistan team? I, I didn't catch that clearly. Uh, in terms of Pakistan, I think we probably still go with a sort of similar approach. Uh, we mm. going forward, uh, we there is there is lot to be done. There's a lot to be done. Uh, uh, you know, we we don't have that sort of a thing, like you said, the approach as in who's going to be in this team, who's going to be in that team, because no nobody has ever built the Pakistani team like that. Mm. You know, uh, mm. because the, for example, at one stage we had a coach for a, on a twelve month contract, then we had a one or two year contract. So nobody's been given a long enough run to come in and say, okay, you're going to prepare a team like this. Uh, for example, you know, we, we we'll have the World Cup qualifiers in in no time, probably by March time or something. Yeah. And uh, still, we will probably won't have a clearer picture in terms of wh- where where we are going because you know obviously we won two games. Let's see what happens on Tuesday. We might move up on our ranking a little bit, but then we'll have to use uh, the October dates and so on to really say, okay, you know what, we want to push up 
and get out of the bottom uh, six or bottom ten and see how how AFC designs the qualifier because if you are in the bottom ten and twelve and the AFC throws you again uh, a curveball with uh, you know a, a two-legged playoff pre-qualifier mm. and 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 you're really in a tough spot because that's another World Cup qualifier where you have to do that and I think some of the teams really played well last time. Uh, they did that when they were just outside the zone and they played a game or two and they just moved up and then they ended up playing eight World Cup qualifiers. Mm. So, uh, yeah. you know, for, for us, uh, it's, uh, it's 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 one of those where we really have to uh, you know, think long term, but it's, it's, it's sport in Pakistan and nobody really thinks long term. Mm, well, Obviously, uh, right now, the uh, short-term vision is to get the job done on Tuesday. Uh, what's your prediction for the game? And you can't say like 2-1 to whoever wins. You have to pick a team. Who's going to win 2-1? Um, I think it'll be 2-1 two, two, two India. Uh, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it might be 1-0 or 2-0 India. Uh, but yeah, let's see. I'm, I'm being a bit... Uh, too, uh, I think you're being a bit conservative. With that prediction. I think I'm being optimistic uh, about our defense. Uh, we'll, we'll probably let in a goal, but I'm just going to go out and say uh, 2-0. Uh, just, just, I, I want to see uh, Vineet Rai go out and do something. Uh, you know, just, just get a goal uh, and uh, just announce his arrival, basically, because I think he's one of those guys who might make it into the uh, Asian Cup uh, in 2019. Uh, if, if he gets a goal, it, it'll be a nice... Uh, addition uh, to the resume that will uh, get him up there. So yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it, yeah. you, you've got two guys with two goals apiece now, so that looks quite promising. You know, Changte and uh, Pasi. Uh, how how is? Yeah, well, uh, I don't. Is he, I, I don't think. I don't think. How is he rated? Uh, well, uh, Sumit Pasi is not rated well at all in India. The fans uh, kind of hate him. It's it's bit a bit tough on him, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see him being a well, effective I mean, in the Asian Cup. Just looking at it, uh, he's not scored many career goals at his club level, does he? He's only what got three yeah, goals no. out of the Sporting goal and that's it. He's not, he's not scored yeah. a club goal for the last two two and a half years. Yeah, he's, but he's uh, scored uh, and Constantine pushes, keeps pushing him for some reason. Uh, he keeps getting his chances uh, to earn uh, a place in the. In the Asian Cup and uh, prove his worth. He scored two goals, but again he played uh, against Maldives when he came on. Not very inspiring. I mean, mm. you could just see him just just being a bit uh, at loss of what to do out there. Uh, so I, I I really hope he does not get pushed into the nas- uh, in a, into the starting lineup against Pakistan because uh, this is a game. If if they if if India slip up, if Pakistan get an early goal. Then we everything just goes out of the window. We don't know how these uh, less experienced players will react to a pressure cooker situation like that. But let's see. Uh, uh, last you know, question: Where, which? Yeah. I mean, is he going to play on the right or is he going to play on the left? Changte. Should we be concerned? Changte about is. Uh, yeah, well, Changte is on the uh, right wing, so he's going to take on your left wing, uh, left back. Oh dear! Oh dear! Yeah, and and well, by the way, Changte is a little bit. Uh, I mean. Soft championship is kind of his thing. I mean, you remember him being just, I think he was 16 years old last time. He got a debut against Nepal, scored a, uh, scored two goals on his debut. 
for a while people thought he was the youngest uh, player to score for india turned out it wasn't the case but yeah he was one of the three youngest people to score for india and uh, uh, he sort of you know asian cup qualifiers world cup qualifiers he sort of got benched but this seems to be his platform uh, so i'm i'm rooting for him and vinith rai and maybe anurudh thapa getting into the uh, asian cup squad and let's see let's see how this you got, uh, Ger- this goes you got down. some german influence in that as well yeah you got called Ger- german league as well that's quite interesting <laughs> let's see let's see uh, german preet uh, i don't know he's he's is not really been getting uh, too many game times he did well in the under 23 games uh, last time i'm not sure if constantine is thinking uh, about uh, you know getting him into the asian cup squad mm. if he did uh, he'd, he'd probably get a little bit more promotion a little bit more game time uh, i think let's see it's it's very hard for in uh, a player like jamanpreet to claim a place in the national team right now because there's this quite a few good experienced players out there Uh, Wait, this is like uh, this is this is really what you call throwing them into the deep end. I mean, you got players just making yeah. the debuts, and players have never played a national team football or in this tournament. So yeah, it's it's uh, yeah uh, one of those things that will happen only in South Asia, where you'll just yeah. throw all under twenty threes into a tournament and say yeah, off you go, and they'll probably you know they'll come back win it. But uh, it's 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 one of those things, and the more you do it, the more success you have, and the more they'll keep doing it. Yeah, and that and thus you have uh, made the biggest argument for continuing SAF Championship. Uh, it's it's gonna give that platform for the young players. Uh, so, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank uh, you for having it's, me. It's been a, it's it's been great. And uh, let's hope we have a good game on Tuesday. Uh, let's hope India wins. And I'm pretty sure you're hoping and praying for Pakistan to win. Uh, but but hope it's a it's a great game to watch and. uh we get to play way more often yeah, and so let's hope it's a, it's the beginning of something that you know they can build on both both teams and that was uh, the the interesting bit uh, that we were expecting and uh, good to your uh, both sides of the story and uh, i think we are heading into a similar direction uh, both countries india pakistan hopefully you know you're looking out uh, for that one or two players who will make the cut to the final the the senior national team chiranjit what you thought about uh, this entire bit you know are, are we looking positive in the direction that we are heading it's always great to uh, you know uh, get more in depth uh, update on how pakistan football has uh, gone through a crisis in the last 3 4 years uh, it's it, it's just it's similar to the crisis we have but uh, you know 20 times worse uh, so yeah it's 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 interesting how they are recovering how they are uh, slowly getting back on track uh, and I, i it's it's always great to see them uh, you know in in competition because you know as as sports fans we are sucker for india pakistan games right and if uh, if the pakistan football federation ha- doesn't have its have its act straight we miss out on those contests right i mean if if there is no india pakistan now that afghanistan is gone what makes soft championship interesting at all like do you look forward to india playing maldives or bangladesh or sri lanka nepal and nepal we nepal see yeah, nepal we <laughs> nepal we see 20 times a year that that's not a big deal so uh, we can we can see that any time so wahi wahi hai na like otherwise a lot of the glamour a lot of the uh, competitiveness it just gets sucked out if they're not in the picture uh, and with with uh, southwest asian football federation also maybe they will have their own tournament and we will see both india and pakistan play in another common tournament 
well, uh, I mean, it's it's always going to be good for Indian football because it's going to get a lot of extra attention as well from the casuals, and and this is how you grow sport through competition. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it it should it should. Uh, I mean, hopefully, hopefully uh, we will see India and Pakistan play each other a lot of times, uh, and the rivalry will grow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we are, and uh, we've hit the almost the end of the show. But uh, as we promised, uh, we will be talking about the bit that we couldn't resist uh, not to talk about. Uh, so mm. Kerala Blasters is also mm. like the other ISL teams on tours on f- uh, playing friendlies in the preseason, and uh, they happen to play a team uh, in Thailand. Uh, I'm not sure what the name is, but. The name, the name of the club, which sounded like uh, they played, has come up with an interesting uh, comment saying that please clarify to your fans that you two, uh, we haven't played a friendly. So we're talking about Bangkok uh, FC, who's put up this conversation uh, on social media saying uh, you need to clarify this. So we've not played. Yeah. And what's happening? Yeah, it's the same thing. Same thing happened to Jamshedpur FC on yeah. the same day. Uh, like most of the FC, uh, most of the CF, I think uh, they said uh, we played against them and we uh, had a result or whatever it was. Then most of the CF Twitter account replies in Hindi wow. on Twitter saying, "Hame lagta hai ki ye truti hai. Hame aapke saath khelne ka anand nahi hai." It's like I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, look. There's a lot of unprofessionalism in uh, Indian football, uh, but I have never seen anybody get the opponent teams wrong. This is obviously a situation where the uh, where the social media team got the wrong word uh, yeah. or, or misunderstood. There was a miscommunication. But dude, like they played, they played a university team in Bangkok. Like it was, it was like some uh, some suburban university out there that they played against. How can you like make that mistake that you play a university team uh, and 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 the you let the social media guys think it's Bangkok FC and and even if you if if they got it wrong at first, well they, I mean you you're looking at the social media updates right? You you, you look you you can see that they have they are giving out wrong information to the fans. You would I mean if you are part of the team management or something you would reach out like hey what the hell are you doing galat hai ye and we are yet to hear we are yet to hear any clarification or any you know something to clear out the air about this confusion yeah. from either sides well yeah jamshedpur fc uh, have uh, uh, replied uh, to uh, the mostol cf uh, by saying uh, we apologize uh, it was a, it was a human error kerala blasters i don't know man I, I haven't seen anything from them. They're still busy. And uh, yeah, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is this is a disaster. But uh, it it I I'm I'm sure it this is just an innocent mistake. Somebody made a mistake in the social media team. But imagine like the implications. It it can somebody can say like oh yeah they were just uh, you know they were just putting out bogus updates to create hype for ISL. Yeah. They're they're trying to make themselves appear much better than they actually are, right? Yeah. And and uh, some ISL teams are doing well out there. Like uh, uh, Mumbai City are playing some uh, Thai teams. They're you know I think they're getting the names right. At least nobody has come out and said uh, you know it's it's a wrong wrong team or something like that about them. Uh, ATK had a good spell in Spain. They they played Fulham. Fulham, like yeah. the Fulham team had. Uh, so the, that, this is confirmed by the Fulham there. team as well. So we know it's genuine. Yeah, 
yeah 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 and uh, uh, of course atk started six foreigners and uh, fulham team uh, had uh, you know mostly reserves and uh, academy graduates uh, who, who came up uh, but yeah it's it's a it's a good thing to look at that yeah, yeah atk is going to uh, england and playing a, a renowned club uh, out there uh, at least uh, at least they are wearing that same crest it's not some other team that is uh, being passed on but uh, yeah it's Uh, KBS need to get their act straight. Yeah, Jamshedpur yeah. FC also need to get their act straight. Right. This is uh, not not an excusable. I mean, imagine if uh, if some you you hear if you heard this from an elite club, like can you imagine the storm, <laughs> unprofessional uh, legacy shit and all that shit that people would start saying on social media, and and you have the the people who are saying uh, we are the professional clubs and all that shit and getting the names wrong. What is what is wrong? Yeah, we can uh, already see anyway. we can already see the cracks happening uh, after the 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 main partner has moved out. And <laughs> well, anyway. I, I mean, I don't know about the IMG departure. Uh, I don't know uh, about that. Uh, it apparently some people are saying that IMG has been sort of inactive uh, for the last couple of years. It's been reliant running the show uh, mostly, uh, and it's just formal now. Uh, but you know, I, uh, about that. Uh, I have a, I have a you know I have something of an outlier opinion on uh, on IMG's departure. You know I I think it can be a good thing for Indian football. Yes, yeah. I I think it's a great uh, point to get into a new podcast. Uh, probably we'll keep it, we'll <laughs> save it for another day. Uh, so we'll have to uh, wrap the show uh, at this point, and uh, we will look forward to the semi-finals of the SAP Championships. Uh, that's happening on the twelfth of September, two days from today. Uh, the first one will be played between Nepal and Maldives, followed by India and Pakistan on the same day. So we will bring you updates on those matches, and hopefully we should uh, see some good things happening for each of the countries that are playing. Uh, especially, uh, we're talking about Indian football, so good for Indian football to come out from there. On that note, uh, if you're following us on Twitter, uh, do let us know via comments. If you're listening to us on YouTube, do let us know via comments. Give us a share, give us a subscribe if you haven't already. And if you're listening to us on the IVM podcast app, let us know uh, how you're finding it. Uh, it's also available on Android and iOS, by the way. Uh, SoundCloud is also another platform where you can listen to the podcast. On we will come back to you in another episode next week. Uh, till then, and guys, guys, please please give a follow to Football Park on Twitter and football, uh, go to footballpakistan.com for like uh, you know in-depth updates on what's happening uh, on that site. And we thank uh, uh, Mohammad Shahnawaz again. for coming on the show hopefully we'll hear for, from him again uh, in one of the future episodes yeah all right guys uh, still another episode take care see you give me a word ya koi bhi line kuch bhi ho sakta hai yaar kya kaha aapne topi okay mohan joshi hated wearing topis he felt suffocated in them टोपी पहनते ही उसे स्कूल की याद आती थी वेर ऑफकोर्स ही नो चॉइस बट टू वेर ए टोपी वह जिस दिन पास आउट हुआ उसी दिन उसने अपनी टोपी का बॉर्नफायर बना दिया एंड सिंस देन ही नेवर वर्न अ कैप और अट ना कड़कती धूप में एंड नॉट इवन टू बचो फ्रॉम द ठंडी बट फ्रॉम मंडे ट्वेंटी सिक्स फेब्रुवरी मोहन जोशी हैड टू वेर अ टोपी ऑल द टाइम वाई बिकॉज इफ ही डेंट Everyone around him knew exactly वो क्या सोच रहा था
दे न्यू दैट ही वॉज वंडरिंग हाउ द गर्ल इन दो चुरीदार वुड लुक बिना कपड़े के दे न्यू वेन ही वॉज कॉलिंग द बॉस अ सड़ेला टमाटर दे न्यू एवरीथिंग पर यह सब हुआ कैसे अरे भाई यही तो स्टोरी है और ये स्टोरी आप ही ने मुझे दिया बाई गिविंग मी द स्टार्टिंग वर्ड यही तो है द क्रॉक्स टेल्स वर्ड्स आपके कहानी आपके लिए कैच द स्टोरीज ऑन मंडे एंड थर्सडे ऑन द आईवीएम वेबसाइट एप एंड एनी वे यू गेट योर पॉडकास्ट फ्रॉम सी यू सून हाई आई एम विशाल गोंडल एन ऑन्टरप्रनर आई हैड द चांस टू मीट एंड अंडरस्टैंड how some of the super achievers have hacked their way to success and they have done spectacular innovations now i take a closer look at these people's lives to find out what lies beneath the force only on the vishal gondal show episodes out fortnightly on wednesdays on the ivm website app or your favorite podcasting platform